right, welcome to the podcast. Just three black dudes. Uh, still no sports. Day number four thousand six hundred seventy nine. Right. Uh, I got pretty excited by walking outside and seeing two bees fight this morning. <laughs> so um, that was probably the highlight of my sports weekend. Uh, so we're gonna so I, I'll give you a play by play of that later on. But before we get started, let's see what's up with all my other folks. Hey, KB the Don, what's going on, man? Oh, man, it's all good. Uh, everybody just witnessed me putting my family out, um, you know, because I had a podcast to do, and they were uh, interrupting my punch way. <laughs> seen, any, seen any good um, non-traditional sports things lately? Um, no, not besides me playing Madden in 2K, and that's still sports-related, so no. Uh, Gotcha. I well, I need to see something. Uh, I think I sent y'all a little link earlier about uh the the Chinese virus, better known as COVID nineteen, being started possibly started in the lab, which we all knew. I was about to say, yeah, that's that's you know that's pretty much a given, just about. Cause I'm sure that's that's been the whole thing. You know what I'm saying the whole time, you right. know, but nobody nobody ready to say it. But you know, we gonna say it because we know it. That's right. So, Basically, uh, my man Chris, man, what's going on? What's good, fella? What's going on, man? It's the 35 cent gasoline himself, baby. What's happening? <laughs> good. Yes, sir. I actually have a uh, sports related uh, fact to give you all. Oh, okay. Bit of advice never wrestle Brock Lesnar on the highest, uh, I can't remember, but I think it was Legend. Never wrestle Brock Lesnar on Legend mode because it won't end well. Nigga, I won't ever wrestle, wrestle Brock Lesnar, period. Right, right. That's just like foolish yes. moves. Exactly, exactly. But Brock Lesnar in real life and Brock Lesnar on in, in uh on legend mode on the game is pretty much the same thing. Except in the real uh, life for the universal title. Uh mm, about a minute and a half later. It was the match was over. So basically you were just Kofi Kingston, huh? Pretty much. Oh, he said he lasted a minute and a half, nigga. That, that, <laughs> it's more like Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Funny story. I was uh, this morning. I was looking at some uh, wrestling clips online, and there was an interview with Mark Camaro uh, talking about how Brock Lesnar saved white. Yeah, it. how basically what what happened, and so. Well, Mark Merrill was saying that, you know, for the longest, you know, once he got released or whatever, they, uh, you know, she kept calling him and, hey, hope your day is going great and blah, blah, blah. He said that went on for a couple of months and then all of a sudden he noticed that the call was becoming less frequent and, you know, just nothing wasn't, you know, everything was, wasn't, wasn't the same. She was, and so, that, she was getting that beast dick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, well, so, at, at the time he was the next big thing, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she was getting that next big thing, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he said that you know he called one day and left a message, left a real nasty message to her, and um, and you know since he was saying you know since they're married, he he you know he had their they call their their access codes to hear you know their each other's messages, so he was he felt bad. He called to her phone use the access code to say, hey, I'm sorry. But he noticed that there were two missed messages. So he had to listen to the first message to get with his. And obviously, 
Brock Lesnar was like, I don't know. He didn't say what he was saying, but he said it was a very explicit message <laughs> to Sable. So, a bit and, so <laughs> and so he said that, uh, you know, he went ahead and he confronted her about it. She denied it. And then she went ahead and decided to go ahead and tell the truth and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, can smack me. But the point that tripped me out was, at the end of uh, at the end of the story, the guy interviewing Mark Merrill said, "So did you uh, ever did you ever call you know confront Brock Lesnar about?" And I said, "Fuck no, I did." <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, so would y'all would y'all have confronted Brock Lesnar behind that? I'm, I'm in total uh, agreement with, with Mark Merrill. I ain't, uh, you know what? It's more pussy out there in the sea. <laughs> I, 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 I got one up this time, so I'm like, <laughs> at least I can go try to get some on me, be alive. I can front him. I'll be trying to see what the graveyard pussy looking like. <laughs> Yeah, man, I got to side with Johnny B. Bad on this one, man. <laughs> yeah, man, because I just can't, you know, I, I, I couldn't see that, man. Just, you know, you run up on Brock Lesnar, you know, and, and, you know, talking, you know, talking real greasy to him. Right. You know, I see myself <laughs> calling him. But, you know, that call might lead to you unexpectedly seeing him in person, <laughs> which is a totally different issue. You know what I'm saying, man? You, man. Mark Merrill may go on to Kroger or something, you know, pumping some gas. Then next thing you know, you hear rock. Or better yet, don't even hear that. The music just dropped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you 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 feel something slimy running down your backside. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so so yeah, so when I when I saw that this morning, I was like, "Wow!" See, I I really can't disagree with the man on this. So right, even the poor dude uh, solidified himself as a legit beast by going to UFC and conquering and, and going to the NFL. And I don't I don't I didn't follow his career in the NFL, so I don't know what he did there. But UFC after his first match, the dude was was a made man in there. So even before, oh yeah, you just go back to when he first came to WWE in his first couple of years. Dude was still built like a fucking god, a Greek god. Yeah. So I'm like, no, nah, I, I ain't trying to get none of that. Mm. I go fight Look. first. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know how big Connor was at point in time. I go fight him. <laughs> because see, you know what? And see, here's the thing with Stana. <clears throat> you know, you know, well, you know what? Damn, it's hard because I'm about to say, you know, with Stana, this all this all steroid. But that's that roid rage, man. Would you rather get your ass kicked by a natural dude or a dude with roid rage? Natural, because that roid rage wears off. That natural, he got endurance, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Either way it goes, it's a new situation. Oh, well, I man. You know, hell, we didn't all watch Dragon Ball Z. That shit is roid rage. <laughs> <laughs> That shit don't last long, you know, man. Listen, <laughs> that boy got endurance with that all with natural. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's go ahead and um get on to our first topic. Since there are really no sports, man, we're we're just gonna actually kind of do things a little different. So 
<clears throat> first thing, first topic up for discussion. We will talk about wrestling. For those, so here's what we got coming up. We're gonna talk about wrestling, but like I said, with sports not being here, we're gonna get on to you know to some uh, newsworthy things. So, uh, one of the first questions, well, one of the first topics, uh, my man Chris, you brought up in our daily uh, text chats. Um, talk about something that I don't think we've even discussed on our other podcast. Um, and I'm and I'm gonna ask something else in here. <clears throat> uh, we never talked about the physical and mental health. I might as well just go ahead and go go with emotional health of men. Right. There's something, especially and, and honestly, especially especially black men. Okay. Um. So, <clears throat> um, it's something that's damn near taboo, you know, in our culture when it comes to men. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people they they don't want to. Not a guy that don't want to go to the doctor, you know, because they they fear, okay, something's wrong with me. I may have the worst disease known, but I don't want to know it because of whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then, of course, mental health, you know, that's a stigma in our community that's pretty much going to be looked as you're crazy, you know, if you don't want to get, you know, you know, mental health, if you're trying to take care of your mental health. You're looked at as crazy, right? And then emotional, then emotional, you know. And I and I've never had this problem with you guys. And as a matter of fact, I don't even think I have. I've had this problem with any of my uh, or any of my male friends. Uh, you know, I can sit up here and you know and talk to y'all about stuff when stuff, you know, when things are going on with me. And you know, man, if I got to break down, I got to break down, right? You know, so so like I said, with y'all and a, a couple of other my partners, man, I really appreciate that from y'all. Um, but I'm gonna since since this your topic, Chris, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and let you start off, man. Uh, so go ahead and take it away. So I'm gonna start off um, with a confession. The last time I've been to the doctor, I'm 35 years old. So last time I went to the doctor for a checkup was. I want to say right at 18 years ago. Mm, wow. Serious, uh, it, and it was for a physical to be able to try out for my high school uh, baseball team my senior year. And man, honest to goodness, is the last time I have seen a doctor for a physical slash checkup. And that's not good at all. You know what I'm saying? I've noticed as, yeah. uh, as uh, time goes on and I, as I get older, you start slowing down. Just you know, the things aren't as as. I'm trying to say. I, you, you know what I'm saying? You start slowing down, and you know the older you get, and I just think it's extremely right. vital for us, especially as black men, to make sure we stay up on our health. And I'm saying that to myself first and foremost, but I'm also saying that to any other black man who might be listening to this, who might be uh, in a situation like I am, who just is afraid to go to the doctor because on top of not having um, had a physical or checkup in a very long time, I have a family history, as many of us. I have a family history of cancer, have a family history of heart disease and um, diabetes, things like that. And I don't have the best diet in the world at all. At all. Y'all, y'all have seen the pictures 
on social media of what, what we eat over here. You know what I'm saying? It's not, and it's not, it's not yeah. always healthy. <laughs> yeah. Not always healthy. So I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying, just kind of <clears throat> open this topic up for discussion amongst us and just get y'all's feedback on how vital it is uh, for black men to stay up on your health. You know what I'm saying? And it is, uh, <clears throat> to piggyback off what you've been, oh, shit, I just knocked a lot of stuff over. Uh, to piggyback off what you've just been saying, uh, of course, I'm I'm the oldest of the bunch. I'm forty. Um, I uh my I have a history of in my family of high blood pressure. My both my parents have had strokes. Um, uh, both my grandmothers because I didn't know either one of my granddads. Uh, both of my grandmothers uh, died from different stuff like that. So I was not aware that I even had high blood pressure because I used to work out a whole lot and everything. And it was one time I went to the dentist to get a to get something done to where they was doing that was where they had to take my blood pressure to put me under something. They're like, you realize your blood pressure is high? I'm like, no, nah, I've never had any blood pressure. This, this was five or four or five, six years ago. I'm like, no, nah, I've never had high blood pressure, you know, because I was on top of it at that point in time. Like I said, I was working out a lot and eating a lot mm-hmm. healthier, wasn't drinking as much now. So I said, no, nah. so then, you know, a couple of months later, I went back to the dentist and they had, I had to get fillings. That's what it was. So it wasn't months in between. It was like a couple of weeks in between. Went back, same issue. So then I decided to go to the damn doctor. So I've been on, you know, blood pressure medication uh, since then. Which, like I said, at the time I was in, the, I was a gym rat. I was y'all, y'all know how yeah, yeah. I had gotten at one point in time. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember those that uh, those years. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was extremely <clears throat> slim. I was going to the gym and everything, but some shit is just hereditary. You cannot control it. Right, exactly. Right. So, exactly. You know, stuff like that. I'd rather know it. You know, it's some things that us as men don't want to know. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's something like blood pressure. You know, uh, they say with stroke and heart attack, a silent killer. You know, that shit can uh, creep up on you at any time. So, yeah. We um we all not even it's just black men as as men. Period. <clears throat> I like to go to the doctor, and personally, I have no issues going to the doctor. I, I nigga, if my if my toe hurt, man, let me go see what's wrong with my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, because something got to be going on up there for it, you know. So, um, I'd advise anybody if, if you're, um, I was on, I have a Facebook friend, um, his name, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell his name, but uh, like last week, I, I saw his little Facebook live thing, and he was talking about he had been having this pain in his leg or whatever, and he tried to shake it off, walk it off, what yada yada yada. Anyway, long story short, it ended up being a blood clot that moved from his leg up to and passed through his chest and his heart. And Wow. And when he went to the doctor, they told him, had he not go ahead, because he ended up calling 911, they came and got him. They told him, had he not, you know, called them, then, then they would it would have been the morgue somebody would have been called. <clears throat> Man. Yeah, so it's stuff, everybody knows their own body. If it's something going on different, do not be scared to go to the doctor because they can't do anything but help you and, and inform you yeah. what's going on. Right. You may not like yeah. it. But you may not, it may be something, again, that you can't control, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like I said, I couldn't control me having blood pressure issues. Yeah. You know, I did everything possible to not have that. I was eating a lot of fruit. I was going to the gym. I, I did everything possible to not have that issue, and I still had it because it runs in my family. Yeah. <clears throat> well, see, I, uh, I'm one of those people, like, I'm one of those people Kenny was, my bad, I'm one of those people KB was talking about. You good? Where, <laughs> where, uh, you know, I'm going to the doctor every year. Every I have an annual, uh, 
you know, check up every year. And as a matter of fact, uh, mine is actually this Friday morning, this upcoming Friday morning. And I think that really played into me. Uh, that made me start. What made me start going every year was uh, it was around the time me and the producer when we first got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for those who listening, uh, the producer is my wife. So don't. Yeah. So just kind of go ahead and get that out the way. Gotcha. Cause I know this is a whole new uh, audience here, but um, one day I went and I said, it was just a regular checkup. And I want to say around this time, this was my first time going to the doctor in probably three to four years. Yeah. It had to be that long because, because uh, the, la- the last time I went to the doctor before then, before this time, was when uh, all of us were still at the Champion Hill spot. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so that had to be like, well, that was 2012 when that happened. And so, yeah, so, yeah, so, like, 2000, yeah, so, like, 2013, 2014, somewhere in there. But anyway, once I got there and we started, you know, Dr. started telling me about stuff. He was going through, like, you know, going through all my records. Hey, it's been a while since you've been back. So I got on the scale looking my weight. <clears throat> I was 290, dude. I didn't look like it, <laughs> but I was 290. And I had already known that my family had a history of diabetes and uh, high blood pressure. And at that time, the doctor told me, you know, you're real close to diabetes. And so around that time, I'm not going to sit up here and say that I was drastic in my uh, healthier eating and weight loss as I was a couple of years ago when I really shed some pounds. And that was and that was just because that was me. That was a vice because I didn't like the job I was in. Yeah. So I needed something to kind of get my head out in the head at my head at that space. Um, but yeah, going to the doctor is very important for us men. And, you know, so I wasn't really trying to single anybody out, you know, it's all men, but I know us black men, we really have a lot more. Yeah, going we're on. We're <clears throat> um, and it's something that already just in our community and our culture, we are already not guaranteed to live right. long. And I'm really not trying to be funny. And, you know, that's just outside of health. You know, you think about all the other outside factors we got going on, being targeted by, you know, law enforcement officials, you yeah. know. Being targeted by somebody just hating on you or whatever. Doubt, man. Right out of my yeah, mouth, man. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I was just about to say. It ain't got <laughs> to be the dude with the badge. Yeah, it's, it's that dude with the uh, damn ski mask. Right. Exactly. So, man, the truth of words, right out of my mouth, man. And so... Uh, so I say probably within the now within the past two years, uh, me and the producer we have gotten better as far as uh, you know fixing healthier meals. You know we still every once in a while we still go out and pick out on wings, but at the same time we know our limits now. Right. Uh, the one thing that we both know that we got to get back into doing and we really can't do it now because of this pandemic. It's us getting back out and being, you know, getting more physical with exercising. Right. Right. We can't take, can take the dog for a walk, but I'm, I'm just still kind of nervous about being outside and 
you know, walking past people and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, um, walking, if, if you walk in your neighborhood, that's what we do sometimes. But uh, in fact, they would get ready to go walk in a second ago and heard the garage go up. Then I just heard it go back uh, up again and down because it started raining out this way. Uh, but uh, uh, we walk in, in our neighborhood, just, just in the neighborhood without going to a park because uh, it, it's a park around the corner that's always been open, even uh, through all this. But there's a lot of parks that have been closed out. But yeah, yeah walking your neighborhood, you ain't going to have as much traffic as, as far as walking past you. True. True. But, yeah, that's but, true. But let, let, me get true. On, let me get on, let me get on, switch subject for a second and get on the, the mental health ex, uh, part of it. Aspect of, oh, yeah. of what he said, and I—I'm I, I, pretty sure I told y'all. I'm not sure. I'm, I, I, you know, I, I repeat myself a lot, but you know that—that that I did tell y'all. I remember now. Uh, you know, you know, you, you never know what a person, what all the person's going through. And you know, like I told y'all, the type of year I was having with everything that was going on, and we were supposed to do a podcast uh, yeah. back in February, and then when we didn't do it. They sent me in a downward spiral. Yeah, and that was the, that was the one thing that took me over the top, and I'm like. I, I, I couldn't understand why I was in such a funk. I couldn't focus on anything like that. Once I realized, and I'm like, okay, this, us getting, uh, you know, we were able to actually get together in the same setting, in the same room, whatever, us getting together was, that was my, that was my therapy. That was my outlet. Yeah. And when they got yeah. counseled, and, you know, I'm like, God, you know, I, I, I had nothing. Everything was going wrong, and there was just one more thing on top of So... Mental health, I mean, if people, uh, it, it's, it's not a, I've never gone to see a psychiatrist or anything, but it's not a bad thing to go see one if you need somebody, need a type of person to talk to, somebody with professional uh, input on stuff. So I hear, uh, what's his name, uh, the dude on Breakfast Club, Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God or whatever, I hear him talking about, he, he uh, sees a therapist once a week or whatever, you know, and I'm glad that celebrities are starting to shed light on it because they go through stuff as well. They're regular, they're, they're people just like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just got people yeah. unlike us. Yeah, and as someone who uh, has been to therapy, uh, I totally agree. I am pro going to see a therapist. I'm all for that. Uh, There is nothing wrong. Like you said, KB, there's nothing wrong with going to see a therapist. You know, it's cool cool for me to, you know, hit Chris up. Hey, Chris, man, I got to talk to you. Blah, 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 blah. What's going on? Yo, KB, I got to talk to you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, Nothing wrong with that. No. Nah. But then, you know, but then again, there's always that professional, you know, who can, you know, take take the talking to another level. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. And really got kind of get to the root of what's really going on. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So, I, uh, as far as that goes, I'm, I'm pro, 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 pro going to see a therapist. And I, and I, I hate that there's this stigma attached to it that you know you're insane you're crazy if you don't go get and i think it's the opposite i think you're crazy if you don't take it because you, like you said kb you never know what people have been through right you know you 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 never know you probably need that professional mm-hmm. help to go ahead and you know just kind of kick off what the root of everything is and then right. there's no such thing as going to see a therapist once or twice and then that's it. Because even I'll admit that when I when I was going to uh, a therapist, you know, like the first, I say the first three or four sessions, I was there. You know, honestly, just there, just just kind of be there. I was like, you know, I didn't have the oh, oh I ain't finna be here crazy thing, but 
it was just kind of like, okay, I'm here, you know, I'm just, I just, I'm just ready to get this over with. Yeah. Yeah. And so one, so then like the next session, um, I, I, I told my therapist, uh, I said, you know what? So I'm be honest with you. Said I really hadn't been putting my all into this. I just come here, want to get it over with. So starting here, starting now, I'm gonna be real and I'm gonna be open, honest, and upfront. And I have to admit that was the best decision I did, uh, best decision I made because that was able, that was that enabled me to, like, like, like you said, KB, get to the root of the problem, right? See, you know, I was able to step outside myself, look at myself, you know, evaluate what's going on with my head, you know. You know, like I said, you know, the stuff at work was killing me, that the job I was at previously was killing me. And, you know, I had to get away from a lot of stuff, you know, you know, stuff at home. You know, it, it was just a lot of way, a lot of stuff was weighing on me. And my, I guess, you know, and I didn't have a good vice. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have a, I didn't have a good vice. And so to be able to talk to somebody kind of, uh, you know, let them know hey, this is what's going on. This is my headspace right now. And then what I liked about the therapist that um, I was going to see, uh, she challenged you. Okay. Every every session wasn't for you to go mm-hmm. in there and be like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. a pat on the back or mm-hmm. motivation. Like what she would do, you would go, I would go and you know, probably like the, the 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 next three sessions after that were all you know pat on your back. You you know motivational speaking, but then all of a sudden, I started getting mm-hmm. challenged, and so I would leave out of there mad at her because I didn't like what we talked about. But here's the thing: it was necessary, right? You know, what I'm saying it was necessary because sometimes you face things that right. you don't want to face. You know, you don't want to talk about this. You don't you don't want to hear all that because either you're in a good mood or it's just something that you run away from. And that's something that I had an issue with. I never confront I, I never confronted things. Okay, I'm babbling right now, but <laughs> but um but yeah, but that that's the whole thing as far as mental health. It's it, it it's very important it is. for men. Um for men to get in their headspace of hey, um, everything's gonna be okay. Go talk to somebody. No, you're not crazy. Someone will be there to lend a shoulder, you know, or anything like that. Um, and then the last thing, do you have anything on mental oh, health? No, Chris? man, you everything you said was pretty much what I would have been thinking. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, go ahead. Right, and so the last thing, emotional health. Um you know, I have one. I have no problem showing my emotions. Um, one of my one of the guys I do uh, music with. Whenever I see him, you know where well, you know you know we usually do not with, with, with your boys. You know, it's either you know handshake, soul brothers, you know mm-hmm. soul brother handshake, pound, and all that. You know, like whenever we see each other, and I don't know if this was just something just because of, of, of how long we've been knowing each other or something, you know, I am, we mm-hmm. embrace with a hug. 
you know, we straight up embraced with a hug. And I don't like the first time we did it. It wasn't awkward. It was just like, damn, okay. Wasn't expecting that, but that was cool. Right. And so ever since then, you know, whenever we see each other, it's always a hug. And so I was looking at a video one day. It was right after Kobe passed. And Dwayne Wade, it was at the was no nah, All Star. They did now. They didn't have the All Star uh, game. Yeah, I'm trying yeah to they did have. Yeah, game. they did. Okay, okay. So right before the All Star game, Iverson was walking out of the um, players' entrance, and he was signing an autograph to some kids. And so Dwayne Wade came into the picture, and Iverson turned around and looked at him, and I mean. The hug that they the hug that they shared, that was the most powerful message that I have seen. Because, you know, that 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 hug said a lot. That hug, that hug was a lot of anguish, a lot of sadness. You know, of course it was fueled mm-hmm. by the death of Kobe. Right. Of course it was. But at the same time, though, you don't know what else was going on in these uh, people's lives than they, they did that, you know, like KB. Matter of fact, both of y'all, for example, you know, you both have daughters. So I know that 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 tragedy hit harder yeah. with y'all. Right. So, you know, so if I would have seen y'all around that time, trust me, Y'all would have been greeted with a hug instead of you know our our normal greeting. Well, you know, because... to me, it's a it's it's a double edged sword, not double edged sword, but it's a double standard. That's what I'm looking for. Because oh, yeah, yeah. women, we, we my wife and y'all's wife could see each other right now, and it wouldn't be no soul sister uh, hug. It would be a full embrace. Oh yeah. But then yeah, if, yeah. if we see each other at the same time and we do that, then we're gonna look that crazy. And, and why is that? Hell, I may need a hug too. It, you, it, it, and that's true. And, and you know, so the the, the, the soul brother thing, I, I I get it. Uh, you know, because we're supposed to be uh strong and all that type of stuff. Now, sometimes yeah. you just need a, a real embrace. When you go to church and you hug the pastor, or whatever, it's not looked at crazy. It's not a soul brother thing. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a it's an embrace. So yeah. instead of calling it a hug, won't we call it an embrace? Maybe that makes it sound a little bit better. You know, you know, and I and no, that's that's a very that's a very valid point. Because you know, when whenever whenever like I said the, the word hug has a romantical meaning. Right, it. it does, it does. You know what I'm saying? That's a that has a very affectionate meaning to it. So and I it was understand. like not to cut you off, but it was like one time my dad was in the hospital recently and I walked in the hospital and I kissed him on the forehead. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I mean because I couldn't he he, he was tied to a bunch of different uh, machines and shit, IVs and all that. Couldn't actually mm-hmm. get up and hug me, so I kissed him on the forehead and rubbed his head, and then we started talking. Yeah, and, you know, and I did the same thing with my dad this past Christmas. Uh, we was having Christmas at uh, my folks' house, and my dad, you know, he greeted everybody. And when we were doing a prayer, he said this, you know, after you know going through a stroke and everything, we weren't sure he was going to be here right. around this time. So he went on this long, uh, this long speech. And you know, like I said, the whole emotional thing while he was yeah. talking, I broke out crying. Right. And when it was over with, you know, I kissed him on the cheek, grabbed him, uh, you know, hugged him, embraced right. him, said, I love you, dad. And see, you know, that's 
Like you said, that's what that's what we need sometimes. Right. As men, as black men, you know, I'm, and I don't even just keep it at men, just as people. Sometimes that's what we need. Yeah, sometimes and, 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 and it should be need. looked at crazy or frowned upon if mm-hmm. if, if uh, I see Chris tomorrow on the street and just give him a hug as opposed to the soul brother thing. It, that you know, hell, I hadn't seen you in a minute, Chris. Have we all been quarantined and social distancing and everything? You know what I'm saying? So it, it shouldn't be looked exactly. all crazy. Exactly. I just made sure he need a hug. Hell, I just made need a hug. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, to pick back off what you guys said, it's it, in speaking in a um, for on the romantic side of, of you know emotional health, it's hard to love somebody else, put your all into loving somebody else when you don't fully love and accept yourself. So I want I want to mm. I want to mm. and I'm not saying either any of us are in that situation. But again, somebody might find this podcast and give it a listen and hear this being said. So I I, I need you to know love yourself. Truly and I'm not talking about you know on the surface. Love yourself. If, they, if there are things about yourself that you don't like I mean, you know, you change it. You know, do what you got to do to get yourself in a space to where you can love yourself, and then maybe you'll be able to um, to give the love to your spouse or, you know, wife or whatever that they deserve. You know what I'm saying? I don't think a lot of people realize, um, you know, it's hard to love somebody else when you don't love yourself, you know? Boy, Chris, you just, man, you you just, they said, dude, you, you, you went, you went where... We weren't even gonna go, and that's that's yeah. hella important. Yeah, that's hella important. So, uh, that's, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of people don't don't, don't like or love themselves because their uh, society paints an image of what you're supposed to look like and what you're right. supposed to be like. Yep. None of us look alike. None of us. If if everybody was made to be skinny, they would sell one size clothes. Yep, that would be it. Not not everybody's gonna gonna be uh, 120, 130 pounds, or 200 pounds, and, and chiseled and everything. It's just not what it is. Yeah, but that don't mean you have to be unhappy with yourself because you may be a female that's two hundred and thirty pounds, and and you you think that oh I, I need to be one hundred and seventy pounds, or you're a male like myself. I I don't have a perfect body. I don't have a beach body at all. But guess what? I'm very happy with myself. And if anybody mm-hmm. has has an issue with me, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. <laughs> so, I'm happy with me. <laughs> I know I can stand and lose a few pounds. I can stand and put on some muscle. But that's not what I'm doing at this point in time. So therefore, if I'm not doing anything about it, fuck you. If you don't like it, pretty much. keep it moving. Pretty much, man. Pretty, pretty much, man. I'm, man, I'm, I'm glad you really brought that up, uh, Chris. Because yeah, that's that should be that should be number one. Right. That should be number one, man. You know, don't try to you know don't try to sit here and and uh you know. Make yourself cater yourself to somebody other else. people. Yeah, no. Before you love yourself, you know, and 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 I'll admit that's something that I mm-hmm. had issue with as well. You know, so man, thanks for that. Thank thanks mm-hmm. for that part there, Chris. Man, so so yeah. So everybody out there listening to this, uh, please take that. Take what we just talked about. This is serious, especially in in, in these times of this pandemic. Uh, this should be a lot of self-reflecting right now, mm-hmm. um, and and your health, physical, mental, emotional, 
that's important right now, uh, especially right now. When I say without seeing people, unless you actually got to get out and do a, you know, go some errands and get some toilet paper, which we scored some toilet, we scored some paper towels today. So that was the um, that's a championship <laughs> ring in Alabama. Hell, all y'all had to do was go to the Prince house here. Y'all not crying in front They got they got water, toilet paper. <laughs> Yeah, Philly cheese steaks. <laughs> <laughs> man, and that shit went from yeah, American yeah, Deli. Yeah, it's it, it, the best cheese steak I ever had, too. <laughs> it looked look good as hell. So, you know, they, they got everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm, I'm about to start uh, bucking the system to start riding down on niggas. That, 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 that includes uh, Mr. and Mrs. Beast Neeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, these these got, uh, got a well portioned breakfast and shit, brunch. <laughs> uh, I'm like, God damn, you know what I'm saying? I just stopped hitting like on this shit now because I, ain't, I, don't, like, I don't even like the shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I'm over here eating a basic ass breakfast and shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, nothing wrong with the basic ass breakfast. Nah, nah, it is when I look at y'all shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, talking about uh, hell, uh, learn to love yourself and shit like that. But for you people out there listening, the whole conversation we just had is real. But this is some real shit too. So yeah, yeah, talking about uh, you know, love, love yourself. I don't love my food. <laughs> Looking at y'all shit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sweet potato pancakes. <laughs> Goddamn, the Philly, Philly cheese steak look like they came straight out of Philadelphia and shit. No. <laughs> niggas haven't. Straight from Philadelphia. Hell yeah, yeah, niggas haven't. They have wing buffets over there and shit. You know what I'm saying? All different types of wings. Like, yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings and shit, man. I'm like, I don't even understand that, y'all. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I understand it in Chris' situation. He got a house full. But in, in y'all's situation, y'all be making so much food over there, the young bloods. Uh, and, and it's it's real, y'all, and it's like enough for like seven people at least. And y'all ain't inviting nobody over. And then, and, and hell, I think I saw one time on Facebook or Instagram, like, you can correct me, I saw y'all scraping the leftovers out in the garbage can. Like, yeah, this is how garbage can eat around here, nigga. <laughs> Gourmet, hey, gourmet garbage bag. Yeah, That's yeah. All I have to say. I, I, I'm, I'm yelling down the boss dog face. Make sure the Roman noodles got them in the right temperature. <laughs> I want the chicken powder. Yeah. Make sure you got the chicken powder. Open up, open up another pack and put extra powder on. <laughs> so I'm checking it myself for the next time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, all right. So, next topic we're going to jump on. Some of man KB brought up, and this is another good one. Uh, D, and actually, I want there's some stuff I want to piggyback off of this here. So, <clears throat> let's talk about the reality of how the, um, this pandemic, the COVID 19 pandemic, um, has changed the way most of us gather socially and will have changed us socially forever. Like, right. from when so from, from the day all this you know, really took off into the future, a lot of things are about to change. So with that said, go ahead and kick it off, KB. All right, so first off, 
The last time the three of us were, were in each other's company was in January. Yep. So, and, and you know, due, due to different scheduling uh, conference, like I said, in February, we're supposed to hook up in February. But then also, this stuff right here, the COVID-19 took off in March. So, like, uh, my mom was down here uh, when Boss Dollface had her issues, her medical issues back in February. My mom came down here. She left in March. Normally, either she'd be back down here or I would have been up there in Nashville. Uh, by now, because I wanted to go for Mother's Day, I'm not going obviously. Well, I have to work first off with us. Yeah. Second of all, if I go up there, what am I going to do? Because we can't go nowhere. Yeah. So, and like uh, my boys Will and uh, Marcellus, I hadn't seen them since God, since the playoffs and the NFL were going on. So that, mm. yeah. So, well, no, nah, I take that back. Will, we, uh, actually, we all went to uh, Nashville Super Bowl. So, I hadn't seen them since then, though. So, I'm like, you, you know, most people, most smart people, like, uh, even with Boss Office, we were talking about when stuff started opening back up here pretty soon, we're not even going to go anywhere. Like Cinco de Mayo, we're doing something here at the house. Autumn uh, yeah. is going to do some tacos and stuff. Well, I, I went and got margarita stuff. We're doing stuff here. We're not going out, even even though stuff is going to open back up on Monday or on tomorrow or whatever. We're not even going anywhere yeah. because I don't want to be out there because you don't know what all these uh, different people have. And I think going forward, most smart people like ourselves would not be so happy to go flying um, – to the Dominican Republic and Las Vegas and all that shit because this stuff ain't going. To, nobody's gonna wave a magic wand tomorrow and be like, "Hey, COVID nineteen exactly. is over. We can all go back to normal." Exactly. Exactly. This is a, this is a virus that's gonna be out there like the flu, mm-hmm. like the common cold. But unlike those two, there's no vaccine for this shit. Mm-hmm. So once you get it, either you're gonna have a mild case, which is good, a moderate case, which is high, or a severe case, which you know you might be on the ventilator and die. So yeah. I'm gonna limit. I'm already exposed enough by you know with my job and everything. So we're not we're not doing anything crazy. And you know our tenth anniversary is coming up uh, in October this year, and we're talking. We're already talking about not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. We're gonna take some pictures, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be about it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I got hit. Uh, I got hit with the. Uh, what do you do? What do you want to do for your birthday? Birthday's next month, and so. Um, producer asked me you know what we're gonna do for your birthday and i pretty much for the most part I, I hadn't said anything in particular but if there's gonna be anything that's gonna be done it's gonna be dear mm-hmm. it'll be done here in the confines of our house Correct. you know what i'm saying and you know and you know and, and like like you said kb they're talking about reopening a lot of things tomorrow and you know that's pretty much so that a lot of restaurants and stuff can capitalize off of this whole Cinco de Mayo thing, but I really right. think that that's going to backfire because hopefully everybody is smart enough to know no, nah, stay your butt at home. Well, you saw in the state, um, of, in the state of Georgia since they've reopened in 24 hours, they had a thousand new cases. And they wonder what's wrong. Yeah. But you got to realize a lot of people mm-hmm. have not been tested, so you know, exactly. there's a lot of people floating out there with it and don't know they have it, so they're getting back in the public amongst other people, and therefore it, it, it's just a constant cycle. So, like, um, I was supposed to go to the Big Three. Uh, I think it was supposed to be in June, and they mm-hmm. just recently go, went ahead and counseled it. We had a an entire row. It's going to be like seven or eight of us. We had an entire row to ourselves. But when this shit started, I said, y'all know we're going to go ahead and get these tickets. But we probably ain't going, and when they counseled, we were like, god damn, so it's, it's changed a whole lot for sporting events, uh, wrestling. You know, <clears throat> everything is, is different, man. This is this is our new normal. 
And actually, that uh, I saw a video today on YouTube where AEW actually might start with the fans again. And I'm just kind of like, come on, y'all. So y'all, y'all actually been entertaining without the fans because one thing that they've done that I like is they're using the right, wrestlers right. as the audience, right. which is we know, which is pretty cool. It is. That's pretty cool, you know, as opposed to WWE just. And and I and, and I gotta admit that's one of the reasons I can't look at Raw and SmackDown right now to kind of realize how much you need the fans. <laughs> you and know, I, the, the, the performers need the fans. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I mean. How much the performers need the fans because they feed off of that like yep. And so and so I get it. But what I want to piggyback off of with this is you know let, let's talk about you know the the major sports. You know, uh, the proposals I've heard from NFL, well, not NFL, Major League Baseball and NBA, they both kind of going in the same direction. They're talking about having, uh, in, in, in Major League Baseball, they're talking about doing the season where they're playing in this uh, bubble. Mm-hmm. And I said it in quotation marks. In this bubble, like pretty much do a full season. It's in Arizona. And this bubble must gonna be huge because they're talking about every team playing a full wow. season in this little bubble. Damn. So so I'm so you looking at thirty to thirty two teams, and then you look at, <clears throat> excuse me, then you look at baseball, who usually right. has a one hundred and sixty four game schedule, and then you looking at baseball because of the way to play their playoffs now. Baseball doesn't end until November. So if they start now, which I think season actually would have started at the beginning of March and end of February. So you're looking at now May. So let's just say you're probably shaving off about 30 to 30 to 40 games. You're probably shaving off about 30 to 40 games. And so looking at 120 some games now. I don't think that's feasible. <laughs> No, they, 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 get, they, they need to possibly shorten they uh, go ahead and figure out a way to shorten their season to maybe 60 right. games, we'll say. Yeah. And then go from yeah. there. And then in the NBA, they're talking about, you know, go ahead and finishing the season, not the full 82 game season, but they're saying to go ahead and reach a, uh, the, the magic number is 70. And the magic, the reason the magic number is 70 is because a lot of the franchises television money kick in at 70. So like if they were to mm-hmm. go ahead and cancel the season right now, uh, I, I, I want to say all, but I'm not sure. But a lot of teams would have to give money to these networks because they didn't reach 70. You know what the NBA uh, really could do to um, if they really, uh, I mean, because it's not going to reach the 70 game thing, but I'm pretty sure that good negotiators what they could do is just start a playoff and put right. every team right. Right. in the playoffs, and you know, mm, like a little turn. Yeah, and like a turn. I mean, but they, but they still can. They can. They, they yeah. can move to a best of five series instead of the best of seven. Or they can go best of seven and have one. Or what, how many teams in each conference? Oh, uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen. Somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, because it's thirty. It's thirty teams. Well, it's thirty. Teams. Whatever it is to make it an even number for, so for one to go against. I mean, you, you may get the those teams that were real bottom feeders. Uh, so you may have 
10 teams from each conference, making the top 10 teams from each conference. And go from there. I mean, actually, actually, I can I, I can help you out with that. If you got 15 teams in each conference, whoever is the top right. team, they go ahead and get the bot going to the next round. Okay. So now you got so now you got the number two team playing the number 15 team. There you go. Three, fourteen, and, and, and so on. Right. But I do like that. Yeah, that's- and so what they're talking so what they're talking about though <clears throat> is um they there are two proposals <clears throat> that they've been here with. One, like I said, the whole finishing up 70 games, then you know, whoever the top eight teams in each conference were, regular playoff stuff. So another one that they're talking about is having the teams who are seven through ten in a playoff, you know, to see who's going to be the last teams in. And I don't like that. And that's and not because if they do that, the Grizzlies have a chance to not get in. I'm not even worried about that. The I'm worried about, let's just say they do that. So the team that was number seven, in this case, the Mavericks, who are 10 games up on everybody, if they do this uh, tournament, and they get knocked mm-hmm. out. That's unfair to them, right? That's what. That's why, like I said, just put it. Let everybody participate, like you said, and have uh, the top top teams first round buys. Mm-hmm. Unprecedented in, in mm-hmm. the NBA. Don't get me wrong, but first round buys. Let everybody else fight to play. Yeah, to go to the next round, yeah. and and that would be smart. I'm pretty sure Adam Silver is, is too uh, too big. We never hit his radar, but um, <laughs> that's that's something that that could happen. And, and actually, those first round games, all those can be, you know, when two fifteen that that first round, those don't even have to be a series. Those just like be play-ins because you pretty much know, you know. But then again, on any given mm-hmm. night, a fifteen team can't be the number two. So, I guess you, I guess in that case, you can do a best of three right. series. But as the, well, or they can do they like they did on, back like in the day, in the first round, be the best of five series, and then it goes yeah. from there. Yeah, so I I can definitely see that, but they're talking about doing that in the same kind of bubble, but and, and that they're doing in baseball. But this is going to be taking place in uh, Disney World down in okay. Orlando. So, so I see it's and, and and then the NFL pretty much has said that they're going to go ahead and do a season, which I can pretty much tell you right now. They being big and bad about it right now, but come August, I say August, I say July, July they gonna come back on it and be like, well, you know what, things ain't getting right, 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 right. I mean, they can talk that big shit right now because they see hard to them. Yeah, you can give you can give people false hope right now. Yeah, and see, and and that's always been the NFL's problem. NFL's problem always been that they. How can I put it? they they don't cater they don't cater to their players they cater owner more driven. to their owners yep. you know whereas owner driven owner control what you say so yeah I, I can see it exactly exactly whereas the NBA that's why the NFL owners don't right. like the NBA because the players have control and little but little do they know when the players have control. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, the owners not making their money. They're making the money that the NFL is doing, but the NBA mm-hmm. is by far a more popular yep. league. 
by far. Most exciting, I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'll go I'll go neck for neck with that because although the the, the one thing that I've always heard about the NBA, <clears throat> uh, I mean about the NFL, and I totally agree with it, is although the NFL isn't as exciting, the only reason it generates the way it does because every week is like a big yeah, event. Right. There's only one game a week. Yep. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? Whereas NBA you might know, play four games in the Lakers. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like every week is a is building up to the major event at the end no. of the season. So so that's so so NBA is more popular but more exciting. Like I said, they're kind of neck for neck. No, I, um, I had I had the tip for the NFL on that. As far as more exciting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and hockey is also pretty much saying uh, the same thing as the uh, NBA. They're probably going to end up, uh, you know, finishing out their leagues with a uh, – try to get everybody on the same number of games to end the season with. So do, so do you think – do you think we may, we may see uh, a temporary – a temporarily – uh, sports league, sports leagues with no fans. I think so. What and, do y'all think? And um, Chris, the main reason why it's been is because, like you said, these television networks, it's pretty much <clears throat> you can pretty much throw Vince and his uh band of married men in that in that category as well. That's the only reason why they've not canceled any Raw, um, because Fox has signed them to a certain amount of televised shows per year. And if they don't do it, then they lose out on a lot of that mm-hmm. proposed money. Same thing with USA and Monday Night Raw and NXT. So it's, it's kind of like they don't want to. They got to look out for the safety of their employees. But in, at the end of the day, in order to keep afloat, they have to. The NBA, the NFL, uh, WWE, they, these companies, these sports leagues have to adhere to what these television companies want. Otherwise, they're going to start losing big amounts of money. And that's something that, that um, McMahon, um, <clears throat> Adam Silver, they don't they don't want the problem. They don't want those problems. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, it's at the end of the day, we say oh, it's no. the No, because even though we look at these companies like major conglomerates like they are, it takes so much money coming in to keep right. them running the way they do to keep stuff going out. And if yeah. they lose those sponsorship deals and, and TV deals of where their real money is coming in, then I know WWE let a, a lot of people go here recently. You'll start seeing more people being laid off and, and, and nobody right. won't see anybody without a job. Especially if that's what you do. I mean, you know, all, all the people that WWE let go, even though these people have been getting paid a lot of money, you got to realize these people have bills like we do, and their bills are probably higher now oh, because yeah. of the lifestyle they have. So it, it, it yeah. may not take long for them to go broke. So, you know, a, uh, you know, everybody needs to save money. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, none of us want to see anybody without a job. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, <clears throat> I, I think, I think we will end up seeing it. Uh, and, I can tell you pretty much right now, I think the league that will kick it off will be the NBA. Um, because although 
although the fans play a a huge part in these sports leagues, and you know, pretty much like how we were talking about the WWE, how the fans, how they feed off the fans. You think about when a team in the NBA or even in college sports, when they go on the run, how the fans, you know, kind of provide them with their extra, you know, right. what they call it in Seattle, the the, the right. 12th man. You know, that, that's, that's their extra motivation. But I think the NBA is popular enough to where is it'll be weird, but I think people will still look at a NBA game without because it's like watching a scrimmage game. I mean, Football. you know, you know yeah. It, it is. But I mean, we, we we all sat there and watched uh, some of them players play horse here recently. I watched a couple yeah. of them. So yeah, so it, it 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 wouldn't be so weird for when when it comes to basketball now football or well I don't watch hockey and baseball but football. Maybe kind of weird after a while. I mean, the first game or two you'll watch football yeah. would be weird. First game or two you'll watch with no problem. It'd be like uh, uh, an updated uh, extreme version of preseason. But again, these athletes <laughs> feed off of the off of the fans, whether they getting booed uh, or whatever. Yeah. They still feed off that. And you don't have it now. You really just running a, a scrimmage game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this this is this is definitely. Um, Going to be interesting uh, coming up. One thing, one more thing I want to touch on, and this is something that uh, just regarding movie theaters. I don't know if y'all seen this story uh, where Universal, where like the movie theaters, AMC and Regal movie theaters, they've banned Universal from they're, they're, they've banned any films from Universal be showing at their movie theaters. Once all this has wow. been lifted, because because when Universal yeah. released their movie Trolls World Tour on video on demand, it like it, it kicked ass, and pretty much we know why, because ain't nobody trying to go out. There's your entertainment yeah. at home, and so what Universal said was, you know, well what people were saying, what made it great was okay. Right. We're not paying ridiculous prices for the tickets, and Ooh. then go in and pay ridiculous amounts for popcorn. Yeah, I gotta say, the ticket price does problem. Everything else, yeah, sure. exactly. And so then one lady, she now one lady, she brought up a good point. She said the cool thing about it is, you know, if you get it once that hits video on demand. It ain't like you look at it one time and it's right. gone. You get you keep the movie for okay. forty eight hours. So once you look at it, you got unlimited viewing for two days. So if the movie was really that good, that's not another right. fifty dollars for tickets. You got to uh, fork over. Oh, so they say they lose the money. Uh, the movie theater. Well, see the thing right. is again to to go back to our initial point. This is gonna change. This is gonna change everything. And uh these movie companies, they're in the business of making money as well. And they should really I think the movie theaters are probably gonna damn near be done within the next couple of years because I think a lot of the, uh these people are gonna go to an app where you can do it for forty eight hours. You pay what twenty, thirty dollars, how much it is they, they they charge. But even if it's twenty five dollars and you get it for forty eight hours, you've saved a lot of money because I know when me and Boss Dollface go to that movie theater. We we go, 
we paid a little twenty something dollars to get in. Then we get some some popcorn, maybe a hot dog or something. Then the ones that sell alcohol, y'all know me, goddamn. So <laughs> you look up. Besides it, but minus the tickets, hell, we didn't spend sixty dollars to go to the damn movie theater. And then hell, we may go get something to eat afterwards, or someone may go somewhere afterwards. So that that becomes damn near two hundred dollar yeah. day. You know what I'm saying? As opposed exactly. to yeah. if they let us do it at home for the little twenty dollars, then you you got everything you need here. And they still yeah. getting their money. The movie company yeah. still getting their money because you're buying a damn $20, 30 thing. And see, like, there, and see, the, there's a window. And what, what the movie theaters are upset about, that they're not abiding by the uh, window. So the window, and obviously it's been getting smaller and smaller over the years. So now the window is that there's a a mandatory 90-day uh, show for a movie mm-hmm. deal before they get released to a video on the used to be a lot Netflix. longer than that, God, no. and so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, that's what I'm saying. Like over the years, because I remember, man, it used to take about two or three what? years for uh movie. Yeah, 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 if shit came out in, in February, you look at it coming out on DVD around Christmas. Yeah, and, and like I said, and that's yeah. just recently. So like I said, you think about to the like '90s or early 2000s, where you had to wait a straight up yeah. full year. Don't let it be a Disney movie. You be a shit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they still take forever to come out. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, they're saying that they don't like that. They're you know they're not honoring that. But number one, this pandemic has changed everything to where, you know, I'm actually cool with them doing that. As a matter of fact, Craig Brewer. But about three weeks ago, he was on uh, Gary Parrish show, and Gary Parrish asked him about that. He said, because uh, mm-hmm. Coming to America 2 was supposed to came out in oh. July. Supposed to come out in July. And so Gary asked him, well, what do you think you know, was going to happen? And so Craig Brewer said, and I and I could be wrong, I said it was like three weeks ago, so I'm trying to remember what he said. Uh, but it's, uh, I think I remember him saying that he said he's going to, they were talking about, you know, pushing it, go ahead and pushing it to December because, you know, they don't know what's going to happen by then. So if they push it to the latest possible time, you know, they got enough time to know, okay, well, we're going to do this differently. But he said it also kind of depends on what the Top Gun movie does because he said the Top Gun movie, they're talking about releasing that into mm-hmm. Netflix like in around October, November. And he said, if he said, if they go ahead and go through that, if they go ahead and release it through Netflix, then probably like around the end of November, December, they'll go ahead and release it. A release coming to America too on Netflix or video demand as well. I think that's a brilliant idea. uh, And actually, I I would say they need to do that. Marvel is considering, or at one point we're considering putting the Black Widow movie on Disney Plus. And just you know, any type of wait time. Yeah, they need to. They need to. As a matter, I know. I know. Wonder Woman eighty four is. Oh, hit, really? So uh, I thought they pushed the it DC uh, streaming service. Yep. Uh uh-uh, uh no no not uh, DC uh, Wonder Woman eighty four hit. See, you you have too many streaming services. I mean, you know, all these different companies. Everybody can still eat off the same, eat off the plate or whatever. I mean. You uh, go ahead and get people to buy into these streaming services or whatever, and then shit like that, you charge them an extra fee on top of the monthly fee you charge. 
That is how you do that. And I mean, like, hell, that's why I'm surprised about WWE Network not, not to change subject. I'm surprised they don't charge everybody at least maybe $2.99 or $3.99 to watch a a, a pay-per-view on top of the $10 a month you pay. See, and their see their whole business model backfired on them. WWE's business model backfired on them because see what they they just figured, hey, we get all these, uh, all we get all our old matches, and then go ahead and give them the pay per view for free. And see, they're they were banking on yeah. their original yeah. content being the driving force. Yeah. Uh-uh. Their original content right. sucks. And also, you you have to uh, realize, I think they were trying to cut out the middleman with Comcast and mm-hmm. anybody else that was doing the pay per view yeah. because they was having to get him a cut of the pay per view money. So, yeah, but but, uh, again, if all these streams, Universal, uh, Marvel, Disney, they charge you however much they they charge you to actually have them. uh, How how much is Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Well, I got the, well, Disney Plus, I think it's like, is that a month? Okay. So, or either, yeah, uh, yeah, you could, you could have, they could, they could do it. And I'm pretty sure they, they, they got somebody making way more than us uh, combined. That's probably already thinking about this. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but they could have it to where okay you can get just a regular Disney Plus for six ninety nine, or you could pay nineteen ninety nine and get the Disney Plus with the new stuff that's going to come out you know what I'm saying or either just charge yeah. six ninety nine, and then when they bring a new movie down uh, the, the Black Widow or another Avengers or something like that then they charge you another twenty uh, one time $20 fee to watch that movie or whatever which wouldn't really work because they bring out a couple of movies in a year then you be like, eh, I'm paying a lot. They they could they go ahead and, and tell you to upgrade for for nineteen ninety nine a month. You can upgrade and get all the new content that comes out. Yeah, we're gonna pay it. True, because we want to <laughs> see it. And then and then if you're paying the same thing for um for Universal or whatever, you know seven ninety nine, eight nine, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, you look at it. You get all these streaming services. You might go ahead and go, go back and get Comcast. But still. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? It, it's, no, it's, it's enough. It's enough. It's, it's plenty of people out there. It's enough out there for everybody to get some of the pie. And you know what's funny is I was telling one of the guys I work with about this. For so long, we've always been like, "Man, we don't need cable. What if we had our own little? Uh, what if? It, what if we could just get our own channels uh, a la carte?" Just know, like, we just get, okay, we just want ESPN or we just want Disney Channel or we just want this, we want that. You know, we could just put together our own right. little package. And here we go. We got we got our own little package, but we paying. By the, by the time you get all the channels you want, you right. paying exactly. what you would be paying. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so but like, but, but, but the, the thing is, is that, let me say it now. The thing is with that, if you had expanded a dish or something like that, you're paying that and don't have any of the other stuff that you want. So if you if you want that other stuff, you still gotta pay extra. So like right now, all I have is Netflix and uh Hulu. I'm happy with that. I may I may add Disney Plus uh eventually, but I'm I'm gonna wait to see what these movie streaming services are gonna do because I mean, if I can get away with paying another twenty dollars a month and, and getting everything else that I want, I don't wanna uh buy ESPN plus then Disney Plus and all this. That's why I hadn't gotten into all that, because that's extra charges and like like we just said i'd be damn near as much as what i was paying when i had expended a couple of years ago 
So I'm, I'm trying not to go yeah. back there. Because I, and plus, I don't watch a whole lot of TV anyway. I play a lot of video games and shit like that. And then I watch a lot of stuff on demand on Hulu. So all, all that stuff um, don't really apply to me. But if they start bringing out new movies on the shit, then that's going to be a different story. Yeah, that is yeah. a game changer. That is a game changer. All right, let's get into some wrestling talk. Uh, and I'll be totally honest, totally honest with you. This past week, I didn't look at anything. I ain't read anything on Bleacher Report. <laughs> I watched the last 30 minutes of AEW on Wednesday, man. And it, it actually was really fucking good. I was mad I missed the whole show. Mm. Um, I'm trying to, uh, but, but although I didn't look at any of that, uh, it is some stuff that I was looking that I look at on YouTube. This uh, this guy he well he has like a little wrestling channel. Y'all, y'all, y'all go ahead for a minute. I'm gonna go down and uh refresh my drink. So y'all y'all keep going. I'll catch up in a second. All right, gotcha. So um, he he puts a lot of updates on, and I was looking at one. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um. Looking at one from yesterday, uh, <clears throat> like uh, actually, this isn't the this isn't the one, but I was looking at this video: ten things you didn't know about the WWE in two thousand four. And Chris, you'll you'll especially love this one. So, number one on the list, like numbers, I think ten through uh-huh. two would be something like general knowledge that we already knew. Now, number one was a shocker, especially after what we've mm-hmm. seen, you know, over the past month. So, WWE was a signature away, a signature away Oh wow! from hiring New Jack. And you and guess who his guess who his initial feud would have been against? Two thousand four. His initial feud. His introduction to the WWE. Uh, I would have guess to who think, his guess who uh, his initial feud was going to be numbers. against? I would have loved that. Yep, oh, man, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. wait, okay. Would New Jack would he have had full control over his creator, over his character, or would he have? Well, you know what? If if he, they didn't, well, you know what? I still would have been halfway cool with that because if he would have been on SmackDown, that means he would have been under Paul Heyman again. So, yeah, I could get down with it. Ooh. So what happened? Well. Ooh, but but he said so. What happened? Like once, uh, convinced they said they they had the contract drew up and everything, all that was needed. They met with him. They said everything was a go. But then you know, Vince them they went and did their homework. You know, once they started telling people and uh, you know, start telling some of the other wrestlers they're bringing him in. You got to realize this right. was around the time, right? Right. Well, at least you had a lot of ECW people already in there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and so once they, once Vince started going to the wrestlers and telling them, hey, we're thinking about bringing in this guy. Uh, what do you think about him? They said that, man, Vince got 100% I 
held no approval from everybody that was in W that was in ECW. Like the people who was in WWE, people in WWE, they were kind of like, okay, this guy, he 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 can't be so bad. He can't be so bad. I think one of the few people, the few people that took up that uh that cosign, uh and, and, and this and honestly, this is gonna be me, this is gonna be pure speculation for me. This is why I think only three people, I think three people vouch for him. I think the three people that vouched for him were Paul were Heyman. I can see that. And the Dunn. All right, all right. What I miss, what I miss. Uh so this is what I was just telling uh Chris on this little list that this uh YouTuber made. <clears throat> the uh subject was the 10 things you didn't know about the WWE back in tw- uh 2004, WWE was very, very close within. They were a signature away from signing New Jack. You know what? I don't even know who fuck New Jack is. Y'all be talking about him, um, but I don't know. You still had, you still had looked. No, at the, man. Um, you had looked at dude. You got about ten. Man, KB, you got to look. He, he sounds like a damn woman. I'm that character to me. You want to talk about fatality? Uh, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh, he is this. This dude is a walking. Hey. <laughs> all we need to say is a walk- <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! He would look. His finisher would be snort cocaine and then throw somebody off a a, a, a scalp you know with some spikes. Damn, that's that's fucked up. <laughs> but he, though, but he, um, uh, Vince went and. Kind of got you know uh, fillers off of everybody, and uh, people who were with ECW. I said, and I and I said with speculation, I bet the three that co-signed New Jack coming were the Dudley Boys yeah. and Heyman. But when uh, they said when Vince went and kind of you know took the temperature of New Jack, pretty much everybody from you know ECW like, oh yeah. hell no. Whereas people at WWE were kind of like, oh okay, this guy he 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 might not be so bad. And his first and his initial feud, his introduction to the WWE, we're gonna be in a feud with oh. Cena. So I think Cena more than anybody maybe should be happy that this dude did not come yeah, to the Cena probably uh, wouldn't be walking right now from what y'all have seen, uh, <laughs> uh, said about the dude. But uh, let, let's let's rewind for just a second, uh since we were on Mortal Kombat. I I, I mentioned that a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> the both of y'all laughing, so I think y'all know where this conversation is going. <laughs> I brought it up this morning. You gotta say nothing else, bro. I brought it up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> How in the in the Becky with the good hair does your wife have feels on me? What match? Man, you know what? I, I've I've played a few button matches in my life. Don't get me wrong. I, I can I can somewhat sympathize with it, but I don't see your wife is is being a button masher game after game after game without having it. And she just don't strike me as that person. She strikes me as a person that okay, she might match the buttons this game. Mortal Kombat is a game you can match buttons anyway. But I'm, I'm going with strictly Madden here. Mortal Kombat is I mean uh, Madden is not a game you can. Mash buttons and, and well, constantly the thing about get her, lucky. She don't play as often as we do. She might play Madden. She might play Madden literally once every two years. But the, the, when she does play, I don't know. I don't know her dexterity. 
and her uh, her hand eye coordination it just is is mind boggling how many how many touchdowns she can score in one game. It's, it's crazy. It's beyond crazy. How many times does she beat you? Uh, how many times does she beat you? I mean, be real. It's, it's your wife. Nobody's gonna judge. Yeah. <laughs> About three times. Okay. All right. It's all good. I mean. My wife don't even play it, so I mean, you, you you got one one up on me on that one. I, I'm just, but in, in her in y'all's playing process, were you at least teaching her some some stuff, man? Because if you weren't <laughs> teaching her, then you're a, a piss poor as a husband. She, she asked questions. She asked you know, one question. She kept asking on, on fourth down. The game automatically suggests that you punt. And what's the purpose of punting? And why you can't uh kick the field goal? In a, uh, I guess, a respectable range without, you know, making it or whatever. Why is the kick returner going this way? And I, you just, she, she'll ask questions, and I, she's she's basically learned a lot about football from me and from playing Madden while playing. So it's been a yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I I can see it right now, and I mean, not to to judge or anything, but I'm pretty sure I know you well enough to be able to say this. You probably had your wife beating gloves on the entire time y'all were playing man. White, white, beating black gloves. <laughs> I mean, I, I, so her questions were pretty much limited to, to shit like that. And what's the first down? <laughs> so I get it. Okay, I got you. My, my wife personally has kicked my ass quite a few times in Mortal Kombat, but she's never even decided to pick up the sticks and Madden because she's heard of the uh, of the urban legend. But, but, but more, more to come back, she, she, she hands it to me because she's a button masher, so I get that part. She's a button masher, and man, next thing I know, finish him, comes up. I'm like, God damn, I just started. Well, from, Nobody well, asked you, young blood, next up. I know the... Okay, I'm just playing. All right. <laughs> Seriously, joking. <All> right. <laughs> no, bro... From 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 my from from my experience and conversations, the producer is uh, uh, obviously she's good in Tekken. I'm not gonna find out because I'm not a, a fighting. I'm not. A Ain't that a PlayStation uh, exclusive anyway? Uh, I think so. Oh, yeah. Damn, you know what? I think it's it is. Xbox, yeah, I think it's a PlayStation exclusive game. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, wow. Hmm. Guess we, know. Guess we know who's spending the money tonight. I'm not free. And see, yeah, that's true. Well, you, you still yeah. got to pay, pay the money for Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. And see, and see the 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 last fighting game I played. The last fighting game I played is when I emulated. I, I downloaded the emulation. And brought up the original Street Fighter, not Street Fighter Two. Wow, the original Street Fighter. That's the game I miss right so, there. Street Fighter, yeah. right? Oh, dude, man, they up to like Street oh, Fighter shit, uh, right now. Is Ken Arado still on that motherfucker? Dude, man, they 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 built oh, wow. houses on their game. And as a matter of fact, this is what kills me about uh, Street Fighter. You know, within the Street Fighter Two universe, you probably got about. Uh, 50 Street Fighter 2s 
And how come they just didn't call each one a different name? They kept going right. Street Fighter Champion yeah. Edition, yeah. Street Fighter Two <laughs> Turbo Super Duper Champion Edition, Street Fighter Two I'm gonna kick y'all ass Champion Edition. And it's like you know, oh. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's just like I call y'all just they just they just finally got to Street Fighter. Wow! Five. And that was uh, I think all of us still in uh, middle school or high school, but you know, Chris, Chris is baby, so I mean, never mind with him. <laughs> Dude, they just got the Street Fighter. And as a matter of fact, not only did they even... just get the Street Fighter 5, I don't even remember Street Fighter Damn, 3. I don't either. I thought it was always Street Fighter 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I remember Street Fighter. Listen, I remember Street Fighter 2 and its endless artillery remixes. And then I remember Street Fighter 4 and its endless remixes. And then probably like within two years ago, they finally came but out. But I actually like Street Fighter better than I like Mortal Kombat, honestly. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That and it, it was some of the yeah. final fight. I don't know if y'all remember that. Yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris probably uh, still uh, saying my my his first words. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when final <laughs> fight was out and shit. <laughs> Chris, did you ever actually go uh, to an arcade? Oh damn! Good question. Yeah, okay. yeah, he said, uh, "No, he didn't." In, uh, <laughs> in, uh, Six Flags, and it, but there's like man, two thousand. It's not. Yeah, see, it, yeah, see. If you went to an arcade in Six Flags, you, you, you came right on the down yeah. on the decline. Oh, he didn't oh, go to the high quartet. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Man, the Highland Quartet. Uh, yeah, they said Highland Quartet. Oh, the Rock Springs Mall. Memphis, you had to go. Rock Springs Mall in in the uh, uh in uh. Ball of Memphis, you had the gold, yeah. gold oh, yeah. line. And, and then out in Whitehaven and out here on Range, you had Fun City. That's out of my jurisdiction. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, back then we didn't have cars and shit. So, you know, <laughs> Highland Quartet got dropped off at the Rolling Springs Mall, got dropped off at. By the time I started going to the Mall of Memphis, I was actually, I had a permit, so I was driving. And I uh, I remember all that. But, you know, when you talk about Whitehaven and all that shit, that's, that's beyond my uh, jurisdiction. But yeah, Chris, man, dude, uh, man, the 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 tournaments at these arcades, man, I remember going to arcades and like mm. whether it's Street Fighter two or well whether it's NBA Jam or Mortal Kombat, mm. man, you always had like about seventy five people around it. Man. Yep, dude, man, Chris, those were crazy times. Yeah, you. You weren't gonna get in on no uh on, on no uh mm-hmm. games in arcade, dude. You just hanged up. Sure. Yeah, to actually play a game at the arcade when you didn't want nobody around, you had to go in the off hours. Man. You know, you have to go like when they first open up in the in, in the morning time, and then all of us were in school at the time, so you had to go early on the Saturday morning. And see, and this and this is what I hated. Like, let's just say for some strange reason I was able to go. On the off on, on one of those off days, so I'm asking the question. They just say I just so, <laughs> they just say I was they just say I was fortunate enough to go. You get there, you're like, oh man, I finally get a chance to play Street Fighter Two without nobody playing. You know, I'm playing. I'm I'm, I'm with the computer ass, and all of a sudden, some dude come up, hey man, uh, uh, you know, I, <laughs> that nigga was skipping school so just then, like you. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> probably was. Probably was. And so you know, you sit up there and you know you play, and then you 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 oblige. Oh yeah, man, we play. And then you know you beat them the first couple of times. You're like, oh nigga, I'm cold at this. And yeah. then you get serious. And then by the time he gets serious, that's when all of a sudden people come around. Hey, you guys are playing each other? And then another person come no drop out the sky. Oh man, you have to play each other. Next hey. thing you know, hey. next thing you know. But, but some, some people shine brighter when the lights on, man, because uh, that, that, that Madden tournament that, that we had years ago, or whatever, uh, when my wife had off the ball. And before all y'all got there, me and my nephew were sitting there playing the game, and he was tearing me from pillar to post. And as soon as the first person walked in, I looked at him, I said, you better be serious now. So I ended up, end up winning the game. But like the first half, I think I was down by about 20-some points. I'm like, this, this nigga is kicking my ass. But, I mean, you got to realize, well, my nephews, they came up playing me all the time. So, as good as they are now, it's a tribute yeah. to me. But when the lights come on, man, when somebody come around and watch, dog, look, I'm going to need you to take this yeah. ball right now. <laughs> yeah, because that, because I promise you, man, look, I prom- I had, I, I was playing with, uh, I think I had Ken. I was playing with Ken. Dude came up. He he was playing with Sean Lee or somebody, and I beat him. Man, this nigga went oh, got eight hundred on me. I'm like, hold on. I'm like, I'm like, hold on. Not only and know what this is what I'm thinking beforehand. Oh, this nigga hit him. When he got eight hundred, I'm finna embarrass him. <clears throat> uh, we go ahead and uh, then that's the end. Of, that's the end of the story. Because I don't want to go. Gotcha, gotcha. So, <laughs> what, 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 what's next on the agenda that I never got? <laughs> Dude, I, I just I put it, it together. Uh, so, like I said, uh, unless y'all got something else with wrestling, because man, you I, know what? I, I haven't been watching wrestling, so fuck wrestling right now, man. I, I'm liking the flow of the conversation that we got, so I want to hear hear about Chris's arcade experience. Hold on, hold on. What's that, Chris? Uh, Never been to an arcade. <laughs> It does. I don't it does. From there, but you know. Yes, it does. You know, yes, I mean, it does. I'm sure I went there when I was a kid. Yes. <laughs> I'm over here thinking you better tell the story. So going to the arcade yeah. and site count. So, yes. Uh, I don't remember going. <laughs> I, I know on the other podcasts we used used to do the thing winners and losers. We did this one last one. Chris, you are my loser. <laughs> <laughs> you just became a loser right there. And you, 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 had, you had, and I'm like, oh, it's hell yeah, I remember that. Damn it, like celebration station. Let's go with it. And then you say you don't remember, and now you just make me feel older than what I am. So, sir, you are my loser because you're a bully. Hey, KB, I can tell you exactly what this was like. That was like Chris bringing the rock up. He about to go to pull pull or no pull a mean cross over somebody. He go to one side. <laughs> yep. I, I totally agree. Cause you cause you sitting there, you know, like we on his team. But no, we me and you, yeah. you know, we posting up and then we like I mean oh, we like we like the Queen Tower down there, Duncan and Robin. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And Chris and Chris gonna wave us off. No, clear out, clear out. 
man, I run over there. Next thing you know, man, Chris bring that, man, Chris bring the arm over, and then the ball just. We're going other way, play defense and shit. That's what happens when you have. A dude that's running point, supposed to be Tony Parker, but he got a, <laughs> he got a fill of with well, Rivers wind up. He throw the ball down to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Well uh well, sure. If you guys don't have anything else, we can go ahead and wrap this one okay, up. Okay, we, we we will say this. Uh we know we uh have hit the people on anchor uh week to week, uh two weeks in a row now. Uh, we're going to take next weekend off because it's Mother's Day weekend. All of us have wives. All of us have mothers. We will uh, be celebrating with right. them that weekend, so we won't come to y'all for at least two weeks. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. So to everybody, out, to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day, and y'all please be safe. And on behalf of hey. Peter Dunn and Chris, I'm Kevin. Yeah, you did say Kevin. Goddamn, you don't know your own name. But uh, also, uh, before you, before you uh, shut us down, because you like to speak for everybody for some reason or another, uh, before you shut us down, <laughs> this is the first time on Anchor, and it's uh, what our third time. It's the first time on Anchor that I'm none of us got shut know. off, uh, got kicked off the damn uh, um, podcast. Yeah, right. So uh, go ahead and uh, shut us down, Kevin, before, before it happens. <laughs>